Guys, Matt Archer launched me a haunt, I call it 18 months ago, September 2020, started writing code. He's put in between 10,000 and 100,000 bucks of his own capital to get this going. He has two businesses using it right now with 15 seats. Planning to start asking for money here in a couple months. We'll see what happens. Go to market. He's open to tap these super uh, active LinkedIn groups where it's a bunch of agile user groups, user folks hanging out together because then hopefully they go on and start using his digital collaborative space that they've built out. Hey folks, my guest today is Matt Archer. He's a consultant turned entrepreneur. He was frustrated by the limits of tools available to lead collaborative working sessions with executives at Fortune 500 companies. Because of that, rather than accepting that status quo, he's now putting a tool called miahana.io to help teams think together better. Matt, great. Take us to the top. Yeah, Nathan, thanks for for, for having me on. It's, uh, It's good to be here today. You bet. I always love someone that finds their own problem, then builds something. You're eating your own dog food. Obviously, the challenge is can you can you get the MVP built cheaply? Can you get your first customer on a beta plan? All this sorts of things. So explain to me where you are. When did you guys write the first line of code for this platform? Yeah, we started uh, September of twenty September twenty two is when we uh, we actually started this whole process, made our first investment, our own personal money into the company, um, and started the process. So okay. we are little over 13 months into uh, into the development. How committed are you? How much of your personal money have you put in so far? Uh, I put in a lot. Um, I put in a lot. I'm not going to disclose that. Um, what I can a lot, tell a you- A lot is relative though, right? Are we talking like 10 grand or like a hundred, more than 100 grand? It's in between the two of those. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Okay, so yeah. a lot of money. So, so I mean, is it tr- true or false? Um, if this fails, uh, it would be personally very, very painful or no, this is play money for you. Uh, it would be personal. I mean, okay. I'm, I'm uh, yeah, I mean, look, we're, we're, I'd love to say I'm independently wealthy. That's not necessarily the case. I've done well in my career, um, but we've got a lot riding on this. Yep. Yep. Okay. So w- walk me through where you're at. It sounds like you're maybe pre-revenue. So what signs are you getting from the market that it's worth it to keep spending your money building this thing? Yeah. So, um, I mean, when I say we're pre-revenue, we do have, uh, we have people who are actually banging on our platform right now. So they're actually using it for the intended purpose, uh, which is, um, to, to really drive creative thinking, drive, uh, collaboration within teams, uh, in larger audiences. And we've got people using the platform today. How uh, many, right? many teams use it today? So we have, uh, we got about 15, about 15 unique users leveraging the platform and it's been mostly a uh the intent is a a sales-led model today um we found just to be very transparent it's been a little more difficult to get people to shift from uh their current kind of use case and the things that they're using today to support their collaborative discussions um and we're actually going to shift that model and that's what we're working on right now shifting it from sales-led to product-led what does that mean? Fifteen unique users? Is that companies, or like like there's only fifty, or there's only fifteen seats across two companies on the platform today? There's fifteen seats across two companies. Yeah. Oh, I, I guessed right. Okay, fifteen unique yeah. seats across two companies. How did you get yeah. that first company on the platform? Where'd you find them? I mean, it was through. It was actually through direct outreach. So email uh, connected with some, um, you know, uh, you know, folks that we had not known, which was super encouraging to us. Uh, they saw a gap in their business in the way that they were engaging their customer base um, with the tools that they had. They liked the story, uh, put them on a trial, and um, they saw value immediately. Nobody opens cold emails though today. So you must be a very good copywriter. What was the subject line on that first email? I I can honestly tell you it's trying something new within, uh, within the collaborative space, something along those lines. And they picked up. 
they saw again they had a true issue Oh, what's going on there, YouTube? Good to see you guys. Now imagine this. You love watching these interviews with SaaS founders, but imagine if we took all of the valuation data out from over 2,807 interviews I've done manually. Saves you a lot of time. Well, we've done this. We've built it into the beautiful interface inside of FounderPath. Check this out. I'll show you how you can access this in a second, but you log in, you connect your Stripe account, you see your valuation real time, you can see what it changed over the past 88 days, and even set goals for valuation this year. Now, the secret valuation is there's many different ways to value a SaaS business. So the reason you're going to see three or four different valuations inside of your FounderPath dashboard, this is all free, by the way, is because depending on who's doing the buying of your SaaS company, you're going to get a different valuation. A VC is going to pay a different valuation. Private equity firm is different. If you're going to do a minority sale, that's different. And if you sell the whole business, that's a different valuation. You can see all those when I hover over here. Right, So the teal is what a VC would pay. Yellow is what private equity. And red is if you sold the whole thing outright. Now, what's cool about this is this is not built off random data. Again, you guys hear these interviews on YouTube. All these data are built from real-time valuation data points founders share with us on the show. So traction, 1.2 million. Seed round, 3.7 raise. They sold 22% of their business. Go in here and filter by the event. Maybe you only want to see companies that have sold the whole business well, here are a bunch that have been acquired, the valuation and the multiple. Maybe you're going out right now and you're raising your seed round. Well, go in here and look at all this recent seed deals that went down, what they raised, what valuation they raised at, and what percent that they sold. There's never been a larger data set of SaaS valuations than what you can get now inside of FounderPath, and we're thrilled to bring it to you. All right, we're going to go back to the YouTube video here in a second, but if you want to check this tool out, if you want to jump in and sign up, you can check it out for free to get your valuation at this link, this link, founderpath.com forward slash products forward slash valuations, or if you go to founderpath.com and hover over products, click on get your valuation here and go ahead and sign up to give it a whirl. Again, all that valuation data live right inside the platform. I hope to see you there. All right, let's jump back into the interview. What was your strategy and the content of the cold email? Was there a lot of text or very vague, little text to pick curiosity? Yeah, it's just to pick curiosity. Let's just get people going. It was the second email that they opened. Um, so the first one was there. Second one followed a couple of days later. And uh, they picked up and they reached out and said, let's, let's, let's see what we can do. Well, what was see what we can do? Was it a demo? Was it a beta sign up? What was the next step? Yeah. So the next step for us was, uh, it was a demo. So let's show we, and, and at that point we had probably closer to an MVP. Um, but we, we showed them what we were doing, uh, walked them through a, a, a sequence of, 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 uh, uh, of activities that would support what they were doing. Is and this like triggered, a prototype or were you actually showing the real website? The, we were the showing the real website. We yeah. had the, we, we've, Again, we, we advanced this platform pretty quickly. Back in, in May, when we started with some of these conversations, we had a working, not, not even a prototype, we had a working tool and a working platform that we felt comfortable enough to go out and give. Um, they saw value in it immediately, and then they tested it. And when I say they tested it, they didn't just take it for a test ride internally. They actually took it out and tested it with uh, an existing client of theirs. Uh, and they had tremendous confidence in it uh, that led to them wanting to use this more. Okay, why not? Why, it sounds like they're great. It's going nice. Why not ask them to pay? What's taking so long to get the first paying customer? 
Uh, it's not that it's it's not that we're not looking for them to pay. It's that we're continuing to evolve and learning from our customers and how they're using the platform so that we can continue to advance that. And as I said, we're shifting from a sales-led model to a product-led model. This is giving us a lot of intel on where we want to focus our time and effort. Mm-hmm. But I guess, how much runway have you given yourself? You're spending your own money on this bad boy. Eventually, you want it to be self-sustainable. When are you going to start asking for, for money? I mean, that's 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 the next step. That is the next step. A win. I mean, I have before Halloween this, you know, next week or, you know, next year or when? Yeah. I mean, we'd like to do it before end of year. Okay. Okay. Well, and again, why do you think you have, I mean, are, would you say, are you, or does it, is it make you nervous to ask for money or what's no. holding you back? No, we, we, we want, we want to make sure that it's sustainable, right? So that we can continue to show value to our customer um, and that it's not a, we're asking you for this. It's that they want to give us this money because they see value in what they're doing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. And what do you think you'll charge them? I mean, what do you think the ask will be? I mean, we have, we've, we've got some ideas. Um, we're continuing to market test. We understand where, uh, where the, the competitive landscape is. Um, we do think we have a, uh, we have an offering that is different in this space. And, um, we're, we're probably going to charge a little bit of a premium, but we're also going to let the market kind of dictate. What is the premium? I just, I know nothing about the space, right? So are we talking like a thousand dollars per seat per no, year? No, 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 no. We're, we're talking, we're talking in, you know, somewhere in the range of, you know, between 50 and a hundred dollars per seat uh, for each user. And who are you anchoring that against? Who is in your space? Who, you know, you're looking at their pricing page going, okay, we need to be around that. Yeah. So if you, if you look at the world of like Miro, mural, concept board, storm boards, I mean, these are all pure play whiteboards that have uh, found a way to digitize digitize post-it notes. And where we believe we're different is we're now we're giving you the opportunity to pull data seamlessly through the conversation without ever having to move stuff around as a facilitator. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, so fifty to one hundred per month per user. Correct, somewhere okay. in that range. We're trying to and land that plane. What team size are you built for? Ten person team, thousand person team. It's, I mean, we, we're, we're building for enterprise uh, long-term. Um, so we've always started with that in mind. How can we get to the biggest? Well, let's start with uh, something much more functional where mm-hmm. we can support them today based on our size. A very different product though, right? Building a, something for 10,000 teams that are 10,000 big is very different than a team that's 100 big, right? So like, it, who are you building for today? We're, we're building for 100, you know, okay. 100 to 200 people, yes. Okay. Okay. Interesting. And so once you get your first paying customer, how do you go from two companies with 15 seats to 50 companies with 500 seats? What's your growth channel? Yeah. So again, we're, we're shifting towards a product led growth strategy. So what does that gonna, mean? That's like a, that's a big buzzword. What, tell me what it yeah, actually it, it is. So again, we're, we're going to, sh- we, and th- this is why we're in this, this, this transition period. The big thing for us is looking at how can we, offer more of a free experience so people can come to us. So starting off with either a freemium or free trial, we're still trying to figure out which approach we're going to take. Is it a try me or a freemium offering right off of the site? That's number one. Number two is we're going to do a much larger uh, outreach to start to build some awareness to drive some traction to uh, to our website. We've got a couple of different options sitting in front of us, uh, but we need to bring awareness that there's a different approach to collaboration. Um, and that that's... Those are some of the short-term plays that we're going to put in place. 
again, we're still working out some of those details. But Matt, like again, none of that, that was all like super outreach. Where, what website, what link are you going to promote? When you say free, you want to test free. You're already free. So how do you get more free? I mean, what what well, specifically? Yeah, that, I mean, that's a great question. We we know our we know our ICP and we know where we want to play. We're 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 trying to find, and this is the God honest truth. We're trying to find the the right channels where uh, these consulting audiences are today, uh, as well as uh, business users. We're going to the different user groups where these folks are, and we're trying to name one user group. Uh, any, I mean, an example could be like an agile user group. Okay. Um, is 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 a good place for us to start because um, these are folks that are running regular meetings, uh, stand up meetings that need to feed into other systems. And we think we can do it differently than the way they're doing it today. The, it's just getting the messaging out there. We're working on that copy as we speak. Mm-hmm. Where are these agile user groups hosted? You're trying LinkedIn groups, Facebook groups, Reddit, subreddits. What are you talking about? Uh, starting with LinkedIn um, as a as a, an initial place, and then we're going to expand from there because it's do a place. Use LinkedIn like, groups. Excuse me. Do people use LinkedIn groups? Is that an active community? Uh, I mean, they're they're there. They're there, but it's a, it's it's a we're gonna, we're going to start again. We want to start with some tests and see if it works, and we're going to expand from there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay, and um, besides your own capital, bootstrap to date, uh, it's been our own capital, and we do have some friends and family and a few angels that have have given uh, you know some hard earned money to us. Okay, so you do like a pre seed hundred thousand dollar round, something like that. Yeah. Okay, and when was that closed? Last uh, last year or this year? Uh, it was this year, earlier this year. This year. Okay. And I guess, why did you need to go close that capital? What makes this expensive to build? Uh, building a platform is expensive. I mean, outs- we've, we've outsourced some of the development, some of the infrastructure and the architecture of it has been, uh, has been expensive. And then maintaining a platform, as, as you know, is, is very expensive. So we, uh, we just want to make sure that we're continuing to evolve and, and, and advance the platform based off the, the needs of the market. Uh, and that's going to continue to require an investment. All right, let's wrap up here with the famous five. Number one, your favorite book. My favorite book, um, probably Mice and Men. Uh, number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying? Yeah, I mean, there, there, there's a ton. Um, shoot, uh, I, I'll go real simple. Tim Cook, right now. Number three, what's your favorite online tool for building Miyahana? My favorite online tool for building Miyahana. Um, I mean, as, as, as a non-technical person, I'll be honest with you, my favorite tool for this to build is more for outreach. Uh, I'm going to say it's LinkedIn right now. Okay. Number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? About five. And situation, married, single kiddos? Uh, married with kids. How many kiddos? Two. Nice. Okay. And how old are you? Uh, I am 46. I ask because I want to know. Last question here. What's something you wish you knew when you were 20? Um... <laughs> I, I wish I knew that this was not as scary as it as it seemed to be when I was 20. I thought I needed to have all the answers. I thought I needed to have the perfect job and it was going to lead to other things. I should have jumped into this world of entrepreneurship as soon as I got out of school and just continued to try uh, because you know at that point there was so much less to lose. Um, but it's a good reason to uh, it's. It feels good to be doing this now. 
Guys, Matt Archer launched me a haunt, I call it 18 months ago, September 2020, started writing code. He's put in between 10,000 and 100,000 bucks of his own capital to get this going. He has two businesses using it right now with 15 seats. Planning to start asking for money here in a couple months. We'll see what happens. Go to market. He's open to tap these super uh, active LinkedIn groups where it's a bunch of agile user groups, user folks hanging out together because then hopefully they go on and start using his digital collaborative space that they've built out. We'll see what happens next. Thanks so much for taking us to the top, Matt. Perfect. Thanks, Nathan. One more thing before you go. We have a brand new show every Thursday at 1 p.m. Central. It's called Shark Tank for SaaS. We call it Deal or Bust. One founder comes on, three hungry buyers, they try and do a deal live, and the founder shares back-end dashboards, their expenses, their revenue, ARPU, CAC, LTV, you name it, they share it, and the buyers try and make a deal live. It is fun to watch every Thursday, 1 p.m. Central. Additionally, remember, these recorded founder interviews go live. We release them here on YouTube every day at 2 p.m. Central. To make sure you don't miss any of that, make sure you click the subscribe button below here on YouTube, the big red button, and then click the little bell notification to make sure you get notifications when we do go live. I wouldn't want you to miss breaking news in the SaaS world, whether it's an acquisition, a big fundraise, a big sale, a big profitability statement, or something else. I don't want you to miss it. Additionally, if you want to take this conversation deeper and further, we have by far the largest private Slack community for B2B SaaS founders. You want to get in there. We've probably talked about your tool if you're running a company or your firm if you're investing. You can go in there and quickly search and see what people are saying. Sign up for that at nathanlacka.com forward slash slack. In the meantime, I'm hanging out with you here on YouTube. I'll be in the comments for the next 30 minutes. Feel free to let me know what you thought about this episode. And if you enjoyed it, click the thumbs up. We get a lot of haters that are mad at how aggressive I am on these shows, but I do it so that we can all learn. We have to counter those people. We got to push them away. Click the thumbs up below to counter them and know that I appreciate your guys' support. All right. I'll be in the comments. See ya.